And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we talk about movies. And today, Ann, we're going to talk about The Black Dahlia. Yeah. It was directed by Brian De Palma, written by Josh Friedman from a novel by James Elroy, who is an old friend of mine. And it stars Josh Hartnett, Scarlett Johansson, Aaron Eckert, Hilary Swank, Mia Kirshner, Mike Starr, and Fiona Shaw. Great cast. On paper, it was a wonderful cast. On screen? It's another screen, story. I don't know. Well, let me tell you the story. Okay. The story is that in 1947, a young starlet named Elizabeth Short, who very often dressed in black and wore a big flower in her hair, was found horribly, horribly murdered and tortured and dumped in a park somewhere. And two Los Angeles cops, played by Josh Hartnett and Aaron Eckert, go looking for the murderer. Because she always wore black, she was called the Black Dahlia Mm -hmm. because this happened a year after a wonderful movie with Alan Ladd and Veronica Lake called The Blue Dahlia. Yeah, I remember that. We're going to talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're going to talk about this movie. But frankly, I've said all I want to say about it, Anne. I left with such a bad attitude. It was horrible. I left in a black mood. It is just a dreadful picture. I agree. Every way, shape, or form. In every category. I mean, the mystery here is not the mystery that was supposed to be up on the screen. The mystery is how did they get this movie into the theaters before someone pulled the plug on it. That is the worst crime of all making this movie the way they made it. I read an article less in the New York Times about Brian De Palma, and the writer of that said De Palma's work is the type that should be re-examined on a second viewing. I don't think so. But anyway, let's get down to the brass tacks of Black Dahlia. If we gotta, we gotta. Okay, let's talk (laughs) about the basics, the ABCs of script making, and that would be script, casting, and directing. Script-wise, I thought that the story was almost incomprehensible. Granted, two detectives who are on the trail to try and find the killer of Elizabeth Short turn up lots of false leads, as they do in film noir movies. But in this case, they pulled up so many false leads, and then they continued to follow them so that you were burdened with too many plots that had nothing to do with the Black Dahlia killing. Very often during the film, I lost track of what was going on in the movie. I was watching it carefully, but I kept losing track. Why are these people getting killed? Why are these people being chased? What do they have to do with the Black Dahlia murder? Now, this, of course, was a real murder that happened in 1947. But this is a totally fictionalized version of what happened after the murder. And De Palma introduces us to so many tangential characters that your head is swimming, and they are the most unsavory group of people. They're vicious, sadistic, and really foul people. Well, go ahead. Let's talk about the stars for a minute. All right. Josh Hartnett plays the lead. Josh Hartnett, ladies and gentlemen, cannot carry a movie by himself. No. At least not a heavy movie like this one. He was boring, dull. He had no fire whatsoever. Too young, too immature to play a detective from a film noir genre. Exactly. Scarlett Johansson. What is this, the eighth picture we have seen her in in the last two years? She is gorgeous. She's beautiful. I said that when I saw her in The Horse Whisperer 10 years ago. You've been saying it about all eight movies that we've seen her in in the last 14 months. But that's all she is in this film. I didn't believe her for a minute. 
Aaron Eckert, who oh. I've enjoyed so much oh. in Thank You for Smoking and In the Company of Men, his worst performance yet. I agree. And Les, let me say, I think if I were Aaron Eckert, I would tell my agent, don't let any prospective employer see this film because I will not get the job. This is a ham-bone performance. Absolutely. Hilary Swank. Anne, I loved this woman in Million Dollar Baby. I loved this woman in Boys Don't Cry. She's a wonderful actress. I thought she was going to be our next Catherine Hepburn. She is so grotesquely awful in this movie, wearing a black wig. <laughs> it looked like she bought it during Halloween at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. She just looked so silly. We're sorry, Walgreen people. We know you have great wigs out there. That's right. I don't want to lose those Walgreen people. They love our show. And I love their store, too. All these actors were smoking. The women were smoking with cigarette holders. They looked <laughs> grotesque. They nope. looked like they were doing a spoof of a 1940s noir movie. And we cannot overlook the wacko family of Hilary Swank in this film. I don't think in the history of film since maybe Faye Dunaway in Mommy Dearest. Have I seen a performance like (laughs) Fiona Shaw, who plays the mother who is drunk in every scene? She is so over the top. It is so hilariously camp that, you know, you will laugh. You know, when I saw her, I thought it was a male impressionist doing (laughs) Betty Davis in 1940. It was so funny. Right. Oh, God, it was awful. Mia Kirshner plays the Black Dahlia. We only see her in black and white clips. What a sad, pitiful girl Elizabeth Short must have been. And I must say, the performance of this actress was also a little bit on the pathetic side. I felt sorry for her all through the movie. This was a tacky, tacky movie. It was for a everybody. tacky movie. Now let's talk about the direction. Let's oh. talk about Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma did Carrie, which I thought was wonderful. I like that movie and a lot. And since then, he's gone downhill rapidly. That's many movies ago, too. 25 years ago. In the meantime, he made Dress to Kill. Which was a joke. Right. Scarface, which was ridiculous. In fact, I almost walked out of it when I first saw it. And I have never seen it again on television. And I guarantee you, I will never see The Black Dahlia again as long as I live. And after we finish today, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Brian De Palma, who in many circles is regarded as a wonderful director of style, and I don't discount that, but substance. Where was the substance in this movie? It was a confusing mess. It was a movie that led you down a blind alley and unfortunately left you there. So for me, Les, The Black Dahlia gets a great big fat dark red light. Oh, me too. Even the writing. At one point, Scarlett Johansson is talking about an ex-boyfriend, and she said, well, after he split... Nobody says he split in 1947. Where was anybody thinking? I don't know. They had split from the writing offices, apparently. Apparently so. Big, dark, ugly red light for me, too, for The Black Dahlia, directed by Brian De Palma and starring a bunch of people that I don't want to talk about anymore. Maybe we could give it a black light instead of a red light. Exactly. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on, it wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that helped shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.